Welcome to the Why Did I Get Cancer podcast. I'm Deborah Herlax Enos, a small town girl turned TV nutritionist and healthy living expert. I design health programs for the average guy or gal, including those average guys named Metallica. On September 1st, 2020, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I asked every oncologist the same question, why did I get cancer? But none of my doctors had good answers for me. I wanted answers and that's why I started this podcast. I wanna help you to lower your cancer risk and provide self-care tips for those in the battle. I'm getting answers and I wanna share them with you. Welcome to the third episode of Things I Wish I Would Have Known 30 Years Ago, but I know them now. And today's episode is all about fear. And as much as I don't want to admit it to all of you, um, I've been a very fearful person probably for the last 30 years of my life. And I wish I could pinpoint it. I mean, if I'm really being honest, I probably can. I think it was right after I graduated from college and lived in a small town, lived there my whole life. And it was time for me to move to the big city and start adulting. And I just didn't think I could make, I could make it on my own financially and socially and all these things. And so I was um, seeing somebody in college and we got married because you know what? I just didn't think I could make it on my own. So that was, you know, me starting my adult life and a massive amount of fear. And it took me years and years and years to really dig myself out of that. And that's why I was so excited to talk to Jamie Winship. Now I'm referring to my very first podcast um, and, and the title of it was The Role Fear Plays in Cancer. And I was very fearful going into cancer, you know, fearful I was A, going to die, B, I was going to have to do chemo, radiation, lose all this time at work. Um, and I didn't want my life to change. <laughs> and it was about to change big time. And I'd known Jamie already for a couple of years. And he is, he's honestly a fear expert. I mean, he helps people all over the world get out of fear-based thinking and to really find their true identity. And that's one of the things that I really just love so much about Jamie's work. One of the other things that I just really love about Jamie's work is he teaches people that they can absolutely manage their fear and then they can do it in five minutes or less. So I'm going to just dive in and tell you some of my top takeaways with my time with Jamie. And one of the t statements that I loved is he talks about fear and internal conflict. I mean, who doesn't have that? Where you just, you get the bad email, you get the bad voicemail, a doctor calls you, tells you have, you know, blah, 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 cancer, whatever. And you just go into this, you know, for me, just this internal implosion of fear and your mind just running amok. And so what Jamie told me is that you absolutely have the capacity to manage your own fear. And it comes from acknowledging the truth of any situation. So he was saying that when fear starts to rise up inside of you, you ask yourself this question, is God for me, against me, or indifferent? Now, Jamie has worked all over the world and spent probably the last 30 years in the Middle East where people maybe are not necessarily believing in God or, you know, they have different versions of that. And so he said, you know, if you don't believe in God, just say the universe and, and just edit that word in. So you could also ask yourself, is the universe for me, against me, or indifferent? 
And of course, the answer is, yes, the universe is for me. God is for me. So then you start telling yourself the truth at that point, which is maybe, you know, again, when it comes to cancer, okay, I just got this cancer diagnosis. Well, the truth is, is I don't have all the information yet. I don't have the information that I might have to do chemo. I don't have the information that this is going to really shorten my lifespan. So calming yourself down, he said, getting into just a quiet place, doing a couple of minutes of breathing. And again, just going into that, you know, telling yourself the truth and going through those questions, is God for me? Is God against me? Or is God indifferent? And when you know God is for you, you don't feel powerless and you don't feel alone. And Jamie was saying, out of all the emotions we can feel, the two that people fear the most is that powerless and that alone. And so when you feel powerless and alone, it drives you into such a negative tailspin of behavior where he said, honestly, when when you're feeling powerless and alone, you need to get as much attention from the world as possible. So you got to get more likes on Facebook. You've got to get more downloads on your podcast. I mean, you've got to just get people, you know, again, watching you and paying attention to you and, you know, whatever it is you need from them. And that's not really walking in your true identity that God has given you. And we're not a slave to man. And I think that's probably one of the other, you know, my big takeaways in my time with Jamie is if our day is all about getting people to like us, getting people to pay attention to us in an attempt to not feel powerless and to not feel alone, we're never going to be truly walking in our true identity that God has given us. So that was huge takeaway. And when Jamie was talking about identity, he was talking about some work that he's done with kids. And I think this was at an elementary school he was working at, working with these kids, fifth or sixth graders in Tennessee. And he said he had the kids write down all the negative things that they thought about themselves. Maybe it was, you're a bad child, you're a bad sister, you're terrible at math, your report card is unsatisfactory. You know, all these things that people had said to them their whole life. And this was all in the context of, you know, really understanding your true identity. And so we said, okay, you've written all those down. We're going to pass around the garbage can. You're going to rip it up, throw it in the garbage can. And now he said to these kids, what if love was talking to you? Who does love say that you are? And he said, these kids were writing things down like, you're a good son, you're a great sister, you you get great grades, you help your teachers. And he said, it was unbelievable how the attitude of these kids changed when they were gentle with themselves. They no longer believed the lies that people had been telling them. And they believed the truth, which is what love, you can also sub in the word God, was saying to them, which is, you are good, you are courageous, you are kind, you are loving, you are full of grace. And he said that the room changed in an instant. And then as they they tracked these kids over the next few months, 
the discipline action in each room, in each classroom went down and the grades went up. That's absolutely incredible. So he taught these kids in about 10 minutes how to walk truly in their real identity, which is the positive and the good, and to not believe the lies that society has told us. So again, another really huge takeaway. And I'll finish with probably one of my favorite things that Jamie has ever taught me. And this is when, you know, your life's starting to get crazy, your day is getting crazy, things are falling apart. (sighs) Take that deep breath and you ask God or you ask love, what do you want me to know about this situation? And just get quiet and wait for the answer. And you know what? The answer always comes. What do you want me to know about this situation? Take that pause and then ask the question of God or love, what do you want me to do? I can't tell you how many times that has helped me out of a jam. Maybe it's even in a line at Starbucks and I see people, you know, maybe being mean to the barista or, you know, something like that. And I'll say, okay, God, what do you want me to know? And what do you want me to do? I get quiet. I do my breathing and I always get an answer. And then of course, the next thing is acting on it. And you know what? It's, it's always been so positive and it really helps to guide me when I'm in a difficult situation um, or I see something happening or even, <laughs> Like today, I got locked out of my trailer, uh, which is my podcast studio. I was super late and I was just like, oh my gosh, getting so frazzled. What do you want me to know? What do you want me to do? And here I am coming to you <laughs> and I'm pretty calm for me, which is a good thing. So final statement that my t- was my, one of my takeaways with Jamie is that fear complicates everything and truth liberates everything. And the way I see that in my life is when I'm running late, that fear soundtrack is, oh my gosh, you're always late. Oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe this happened or you should be more prepared. No, no, I'm going to pause, push the pause button. What do you want me to know? And what do you want me to do? And I truth tell to myself. And the truth is, no, no, I'm not always late. And no, no, I'm actually really organized. Sometimes things just happen and it's all going to work out. That's the power of really truth-telling to yourself is that you can get yourself out of these fear flare-ups and end up making better decisions. Life is a lot smoother. And one of the things that I love the most about um, being more peaceful is that it's really an encouragement to other people to also be peaceful. Thanks for joining me today. I really encourage you to go back and listen to this first podcast that I had with Jamie. I will tell you that um, it was my first podcast. (laughs) So I wasn't quite as, you know, on it. But again, here I am, calm and peaceful. What do you want me to know? What do you want me to do? And I still got a lot of great value out of it. It's one of my favorite podcasts I've recorded and I hope you enjoy it. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 
I think you all know how much I love ButcherBox. Probably the biggest driver for me is the quality. And I love that ButcherBox focuses on small family fisheries so they know who's fishing for the sockeye salmon. And they also focus on small family ranches where, again, they visit these ranches and they, they know that these animals are being treated humanely. And that is probably my biggest driver. I also had many of you reach out to me and tell me, hey, I want to try ButcherBox, but I don't want to commit to a full year. So I have great news for you. You can go ahead and use my code and sign up for as long as you want. Of course, right now we're doing the free bison in every box and you still get the free bison in every box and $20 off of your first box. So all you have to do is go to butcherbox.com forward slash Enos and then use the code Enos and then you're gonna get $20 off of your first order and then free bison in every box for up to a year. This is a great opportunity to just try out ButcherBox without having to commit to 12 months. I have to tell you, I get so excited when I get that delivery box at my front door because I know it's going to be incredibly high quality protein that honestly, I can't get in any supermarkets near my home. So give ButcherBox a try. I think you'll love them. Thank you for joining me today on the Why Did I Get Cancer podcast. I've got my shopping guide for all of my cancer self-care items in the show notes, along with information about today's guest and our show sponsors. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you never miss an episode. Keep in mind, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a gal that got diagnosed with cancer and wanted answers. If you need medical advice, please be sure to consult with a medical professional. And thank you for listening.